0: Hello and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. This is Penny Sansbury and Amy Cornell for the Minisode, and today we're talking about. Well, this is actually verbatim, and I don't know if this is the final title that's going to wind up on the <laughs> um, on the podcast because sometimes we have like placeholder titles, and then the final title we're like, wow, well, we should probably reword this. <laughs> so here's what Amy put on your put on the notes: how not to screw up your website, which I thought was just absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Um, and we did decide before we started recording this, we did decide that we are going to do a full length episode on webs author websites. Cause I think that's important. Um, but let me start this off with a confession. So when I, when I was first in business 21 years ago, and I like to say BA. So before Amy, I self-designed a website using whatever it was front page or some crazy thing. And I crammed Everything on that homepage. So I was doing speaking that was on there. I had books that was on there. I mean, it was a disaster. In fact, um, somehow I got I got looped in with more magazine. They were doing a story on mistakes that female entrepreneurs make, and I said and I asked them not to quote me, but they did that my first website looked like a dog had designed it after a tequila bender. And oh, I love that. That's, that's the quote they put in the magazine. I was just like, thanks. I guess everything is on the record. And I should have known that as a media person. But, you know, it's just like, hey, so this is really funny. And I just want to say, I, I don't even know why I would say that if I wasn't going to. She was like, that's a great quote. I'm like, yeah, don't put it in the magazine. Of course, it was great. Right. Um, but, Amy, you see this a lot too when you vet new authors, right?
1: yes absolutely um that is one thing that when a new when an author reaches out to us and we start exploring like does this make sense could you know should we have a chat about collaborating on something we definitely like to check out what you have going on you know your website social how Amazon looks if you already have books out things like that just to kind of get a feel where our jumping off point will be mm-hmm. and so I definitely check out the website because it says a lot it, I mean, Penny, you say all the time, everything is your resume, and it's absolutely true. And your website does say a lot about you, whether it's intentional or not. So, (laughs) but I will say one of the, um, you know, one of the biggest, I think, takeaways for this mini-sode, and it's a good jumping off point to a longer format episode that Penny mentioned we'll be doing, is to really understand the purpose of your website and really not to treat it as a digital resume or like your online biography of everything that's ever happened in your life. Because your reader market is there for a very specific reason. And to be totally honest, it's not necessarily to learn every detail about your life up to that point, you know, that's not necessarily relevant to them. Um, They want to be, they want to stay in the fantasy, especially if you're a fiction author, you know, so one example, and I actually see this happen a lot, would be say a cozy mystery author puts their LinkedIn, you know, profile front and center on their ways to contact them or check out my social and their day job is being a CPA. Now there is no connection between cozy mystery and being a CPA. Now we're going to get somebody writing and going like, wait a minute, I wrote a cozy mystery and the lead character is a CPA. <laughs> That's not my point. My point is, is that those two things are not connected and you're kind of pulling your reader or your fan or your potential buyer out of the fantasy that they want to stay in because they are a mystery fan, if that makes sense. So, so don't just throw everything on your website because you have it available to you? I mean, is that a fair way to put it, Penny? Like just because it exists doesn't mean it belongs on your website?
0: (laughs) Well, but I think that, I think that it's really, you know, you want to be careful not to interrupt the user experience, right? So we, when you, when you have a cozy mystery, just to keep, stay with that example, and you put something on your website, like, um, you know, stuff about your, business that's not necessarily connected to the cozy while you may feel that it's interesting for your reader to know more about you and certainly it is there's kind of a time and a place for that and you don't want to again interrupt the user's experience on your website because then you lose them mhm you know and when we do the long form website episode we're going to talk a little bit more about how important i mean you know Amy and I and this in particular is a week where Amy's been doing a lot of work on the website. Not that she doesn't design websites. So don't contact us and have me design your website because she'll really hate me and probably stop doing this podcast. But, but, but the idea, she's been doing a lot of tweaks to the search engine optimization on the website and things like that. And she knows probably better than even I do how much we agonize over where every single thing goes on that website.
1: Oh, yeah. How it's said, the order in which you say things, like, Mm -hmm. you really have to be very conscientious, like you said, Penny, of the user experience and any little, you know, snag in that potentially, they're gone. You know, all of a sudden, they're confused, disinterested, you said something that wasn't applicable to them. So that's also something really important you have to keep in mind. It's like, how detailed and deep do you go into certain things at risk of alienating you know a potential reader as well right. not to stress you all out but it really we just mean be, you have to be really thoughtful and just throwing things up there to say that you included it or because that feels like the right thing to do oftentimes is not the most strategic way to to build out your website
0: yeah absolutely and i'll tell you something too is that with all of the with all the work that you put into a website one of the number one things that authors forget to put on their website is contact information, which sounds so crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that this goes kind of to Amy's point too, is that, you know, you want to, you want to have a website that balances out your brand and the messages you're going to give to your readers, but you also want to not, you don't want to forget the really important things. So the contact information and something that Amy talks a lot about too, and we have had actual shows on is, you know, don't highlight the stuff you're not proud of. So the second thing that I see on author websites is social media icons that either go to pages that are haven't been updated in forever or they go to a 404 page, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, where they're just not even connected really to your, to your social media.
1: Yeah, you see that a lot where you click on somebody's Facebook icon and it goes to the Wix Facebook page. That's a common you know if you're going to build your own website it's a common platform it can do great things but i see that a lot where somebody used wix to make their website you know those social icons automatically get plastered on there and then they don't go anywhere that will actually benefit your reader and it it looks sloppy and unthoughtful like you yeah. know yeah it, it it sadly projects that you are not being mindful of their time and attention is how it comes across whether you know that's typically not what You know, an author ever means to do, but that's how the user ends up feeling. You know, like you're sending me on this wild goose chase for nothing. You know, that's nothing about you. Yeah, yeah.
0: And you know, I mean, I think that it's really websites can the website development that when you're working with somebody to get a website down, or if you're doing it yourself, it can be really overwhelming. But honestly, the small details are what really make a make or break a website. The things that you want to pay attention to you know, the look of the website, um, as I mentioned, the contact information. And to kind of end with what we started on is don't put anything on there that doesn't match your brand, the message that you're trying to get across to your reader because you have something like one fiftieth of a second to either keep people on your website or have them bounce off to somebody else's site. So, um, and like I said, we're going to do a long form both on, Um, probably on optimizing your website and then just on website design um, separately. We'll do a long form episode on that. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Kenny Sansevier and Amy Cornell. This is the mini-sode of the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.